Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Strategic Slep Podcast, where the aim is to take the word slep back and discuss all things love, sex, and dating from a feminist standpoint. I'm so happy that you guys tuned in. This is the 20th episode, which is kind of crazy because it feels like it's been a while, but it also feels like I just started, so it's a very weird feeling, Um, and I'm excited for more to come but today i have a topic that is incredibly important to me and it's also kind of the basis of this entire podcast and idea which is slut shaming and obviously slut is in the name of this podcast and i just kind of you know described why i chose all of this in the first episode but it was all kind of about how slut is a term used to shame girls and women for what they do um, as like a sexual behavior or what they wear and just different ways to demonize them in sexualized manners but it's a gendered thing because it doesn't apply to men as much you know we question female sexuality but honestly men's sexuality is seen as natural and like an innate desire for sex basically so it's a really fucked up thing and I've always struggled with this idea even growing up like I never understood why because I grew up in Catholic um, elementary school and my first two years of high school I went to a Catholic school and the rhetoric around sex was very interesting and it always sat really weird with me even though i was young and i didn't understand why i just never liked it it almost one made it made me want to rebel like it made me want to go on a fucking rampage because not that i did but it made me want to like be curious because we weren't supposed to and that's kind of why i think i've thought sexuality studies is so interesting and when I took an how to sex ed course in my third year of women's studies and MIT double major at Western University um, it was a course that actually changed my life because it criticized the way that we learn about sex and actual sexual education so it explained a lot of things that I've always struggled with and never knew how to quantify why I struggled with them or anything like that or what I struggled with like I could never pinpoint it but this class actually pinpointed everything and I've talked about you know why the term slut is completely inadequate and just a stupid term that we use but now I want to talk about actual slut shaming and how it prevails throughout society the consequences of it where it roots from all of that good stuff so with that let's get into the definition of slut shaming so it is the practice of criticizing people especially women and girls who are perceived to violate expectations of behavior and appearance regarding issues related to sexuality the term is used to reclaim the word slut and empower women and girls to have agency over their own sexuality So that came from Wikipedia, funny enough, and I think it actually does sum it up really well. And I do want to talk about not only the shame that's associated with, you know, sluttiness today, but I also want to talk about the paradox of empowerment when kind of the slut 
I don't even know what to call it, like movement started where women are kind of liberated from or are like able to express their sexual desire, but not really. We'll talk about it. I'll, I'll get into it later. <laughs> so, sluttiness. How the fuck do we define this? Well, it honestly doesn't often have much to do with sexual behavior because it's often referencing how one dresses and what their position is in relation to men. And you hear this a lot when, honestly, girls talking about other girls. And if a girl's trying to get attention or appears she is actively trying for male attention through the way she dresses, she is referred to as slutty. And women actually shame other women for reasons that have little to do with promiscuity. And it's really interesting to me that when I was thinking about slut shaming and who does the shaming, I think a lot of the rhetoric is more of women shaming other women than men shaming us. And I mean, it does happen, but I just, I feel like the times that I've ever been like, publicly shamed like i'm thinking in high school of like you fucking slut kind of thing was by other girls and i think it's a label that a woman herself knows that it's hurtful when being used and called so that's why we use it because it's it's fighting words it's something that is going to hurt and the reason it hurts is because it attacks you as a person not your actions because it actually has very little to do with your actions a lot of the time but when it does refer to sex how the fuck is that quantified like honestly when we think about it when i ask in my first episode who counts as a slut really like really who does because if it means you know how many people you've slept with well that's different versus how many people maybe you've made out with or how many, I don't know, blowjobs you've given, how many, like, is oral sex included in this, or is it just vaginal intercourse? If it's just vaginal intercourse, you know, do we call gay men and lesbians sluts for, you know, engaging in sexual activity? Because a lot of these scripts that are perpetuated throughout society are incredibly heterosexual. And it's literally a thing that you can't put your finger on because there's no actual definition. It's not actually a real thing. (laughs) And that's the really fucked up part. And it's hard to wrap your head around. So I was actually reading an article that discussed many girls in college would hook up with guys, but would save vaginal intercourse for boyfriends, which is supposedly supposed to make them like morally better in some way. And even the way that, like, this article described and interviewed these girls, you know, like, it was basically them trying to justify their actions and also kind of put themselves on a pedestal, like, oh, I don't actually, you know, fuck them all the way, just a little hookup kind of thing, as if it's better. And honestly, I'm not saying that it's not better, because there's no... There's no, like, hierarchy in this, you know? Like, it just because you made out with a guy versus sleeping with him does not personally affect me. And that is kind of the attitude I go towards with. Obviously, I want everyone remaining safe and doing things that they actually want to do instead of, like, you know, blackout drunk actions and things like that. But 
to judge actually someone based on what they've done, well, for one, you'd have to know about it. Two, you would be demonizing them for something that literally does not affect you. But what about when it does affect you in the sense that if it's, you know, women who, let's say, they slept with their boyfriend or they're trying to sleep with their boyfriend, does that make them a slut? Well, the rhetoric often tells me, yes, that it does. The way that we speak about other girls, we attack them by calling them sluts. We don't call them bad people because they're, you know, trying to get another man you know to cheat on their partner kind of thing we refer to them as sluts because it's like a you know a threat basically so it's a really interesting thing in the way that like whether she you know this woman is trying to or did sleep with your boyfriend she is the slut and it's a very gender thing and we like, I find this even in celebrities. I remember with Kourtney Kardashian and Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson. And everyone kind of called Jordan Woods, like, the home wrecker. And then the other people, like, there was kind of two sides to it. It was, like, Jordan Woods is a home wrecker. And the second side was, like, no, Tristan Thompson's always been a piece of shit. And Kourtney Kardashian, or, sorry, Khloe Kardashian kind of went through emotions of, like, kind of attacking them both. But a lot of the rhetoric was towards Jordan Woods and not him. And it's the fact that he can be a slut, but he's kind of amongst his boys made a man through his act of basically getting sex from women. Whereas women having and actively desiring sex makes them a bad person. So let's get into why that is problematic. So It's not only girl-on-girl hate, but it's gendered, and it further perpetuates traditional ideas of sex. Men call us this too because they know it is a knife to the throat. And why? It's because our place in society as women is valued depending on our passivity, our ability to constrain our wish to act. If you think of like the good girl trope who's passive in every sense, who looks pretty, is innocent, does her house duties, and never pushes it back against anything, this is the same as virginity. It goes down to good and bad womanhood. And men calling women sluts is particularly interesting to me because they want to fuck us. They love the fact we're willing to do so. But it's so often ingrained in traditional ideas and teachings of sex that a woman wanting ha- wanting to have sex with you translates to the woman having no respect for herself and thus her sexual behavior goes directly down to her morals and be and values and that's what's really fucked up is like the girl on girl shame i don't agree with in any way but the men who call women sluts really irks my fucking gears in a heterosexual standpoint of course i'm coming from that stance because that's the only one i can speak on um it really grinds my gears because you begged for them to sleep with you. A lot of, like, if you think of, like, the gross guys who are, like, DMing you and everything and, like, what guys do in order to get you to sleep with them, and then once you do, they demonize you for it, I think that is, like, the most incredible, you know, amount of fuckery, basically. It pisses me off. But there's actually a lot of reason why these things happen. Our sexual education often shapes our views on sex, and this literally comes from an institutional level. 
For example, many schools and programs teach girls about scientific reproductive things such as menstruation, pregnancy, and when they do talk about sex, it's in reference to STDs. Classical school-based models use abstinence-based methods, framing it as a choice to make and being demonized if you do have sex. Girls were only taught about those things because of the myth that their sole job is reproductive and disembodied. Gender roles are a massive part of this as women were villainized for participating in sex. Starting in 1940s, women were advertised as the carrier of disease. And this was actually shown in the first sex ed based film ever made in like the time of World War II. And it was literally demonizing women as like, like, be careful, like she may look innocent, but she's not kind of thing. And it was them warning like the men participating in World War II of disease, basically not wanting them to get sick, but not actually teaching women any proper sexual education to remain free of disease. So it was really fucked up. And it also placed women responsible for being in charge kind of thing. Um, And they were also responsible because men have a natural impulse. So equated with that is that it's normal. And the idea of a female being a sexual being actively desiring sex was seen as a very large red flag. Because like I said, anyone who desires sex, specifically if a woman desires sex, she doesn't, you know, value herself, right? She's not confident. She's just insecure. Like, it's super fucked up when you actually think about it. But thanks to feminist movements, women do have a little bit more freedom in what they do because it's, you know, throughout the years, things have kind of created that liberation, But it's important to acknowledge women's choice and celebrate this actually cautiously. And this is because the heterosexual scripts links girls and women to passiveness and docility. Did I say that right? I don't know. It's like 8 a.m., guys. (laughs) I've had two espressos and I'm talking really fast. But anyways, women are expected to negotiate their sexual reputation with any sexual behavior, including the recent phenomenon of sexting, which I've done many papers on, and I find it absolutely fascinating. So women are actually like placed in this paradox of shame and empowerment. So if you're a virgin, you're good, but you're a prude. And if you have sex, you're slutty, but you're less of a good person. You're actually less of a person. Let's think about that for a minute. It's literally a prude versus slut complex. And when you think of like, girls gone wild in college kind of thing. It's usually a case of young women often being free from parental watch for the first time and be able to explore their curiosities. We cannot dissociate ourselves from these notions when these ideas are so deeply rooted in our culture and upbringing. Unless you like grew up in a pro-sex kind of household where your parents taught you, you know, like how to form healthy relationships and like just different things about actual engaging in sex and making it a little bit more of seen as a natural thing rather than a sin, well, you're more likely to make more conscious and informed decisions than getting blackout drunk at a frat party and fucking Brad, Chad, and Thad, you know, and whatever, like, reaping 
either consequences from that because maybe you didn't know sexual like education at all actually what it means to practice safe sex like i know girls in high school didn't know that like giving head could contract stds like that's a thing and they always associated safe sex with condom during vaginal intercourse and like all of these things are so important and maybe some of you had different sexual education growing up but i did not i had this completely abstinence-based model that shamed people who desired to have sex but then taught men how to have sex basically like how to put on condoms and you know all the different things surrounding them having sex but women we only learned about our fucking period and to not get pregnant and to not catch an std and it wasn't even to not catch an std it was if you have sex you will get chlamydia and die that kind of thing to kind of slightly reference mean girls in a different in my own take apparently (laughs) but yeah so as a woman studies major in university i'm a double major in media and women's studies if for anyone who doesn't know me and i still have trouble removing myself from these entrenched ideas i'll find myself wanting to judge a girl for her behavior or desire to do so especially if it's threatening me And like I said, I commonly hear this shit when a girl is trying to hit up another girl's man. The claws not only come out, but they attack. And they attack through verbal names of being a slut or all these rhetorics of slut shaming. And I also hear this when someone, you know, posts a little one too many frequent, you know, bikini photos or them in lingerie looking outfits to the club or something. And it's okay to see that on Instagram and know that you would never post something like that yourself. But we can't be out here shaming other girls and literally tearing them down as people and who they are and everything they stand for for doing so. As much as it comes naturally to want to say these things when talking shit with a bunch of your girlfriends, it's important to know where these ideas come from and how they manifest into larger issues surrounding female sexuality. You know... I think it's really interesting starting this podcast because when guys ask me about it, I think they, I think it makes them uncomfortable that it's called strategic slut because they're like, is this girl fucking? Like, it almost like threatens them as like, maybe I'm a slut because my thing's called strategic slut. But the whole purpose of it is like, the term slut means nothing. Like, it's not a fucking thing. And I've always thought it's interesting my platform and the way that I'm able to talk about these topics and it's a lot of harsh realities to confront to actually dive into what you were taught growing up and how you use that information to make decisions in your life as you get older. It's a very weird concept but it's incredibly important and it's incredibly important in the way that these ideas manifest like I said. So you know, the way that we talk about girls and sex also shows how we treat women in society as sexual objects. And, you know, the way that, well, I want to talk about this in a few weeks, but kill count. Why do we refer to the people we slept with as kills when women are actually being killed in sexual assault cases and things like that? you know, just something to think about. It's a really fucked up things. And the way that, the way that, um, sex is 
specifically harmful in society to women in those ways, but then also the way that we discuss them, like if women have sex, they're deemed as bad people and all of these things. Um, Even like women posting a bikini photo and getting fired for it. um, There's a lot to do with that. And I'm not getting too much into specifics of politics of this. And it's not my opinion. It's just things to think about and really sit with and like what you were taught and why you find yourself saying the things that you do you know like i said it because it's so entrenched in society you want to say like what the fuck is this girl doing like does she you know you want to say the things that society tells you to say and unfortunately it, it can't go on for much longer if we're trying to really make a change throughout society and the equality in, in gender and the different ideas surrounding sex and actually getting better sexual education in schools and things like that we need to change the way that we speak about it so yeah that's my uh take on slut shaming i hope you guys learned something from this episode if you want more information or like a resource to kind of look at these ideas that i've spoken about the ethical slut is a book that is amazing it's one of like my favorite resources for kind of i don't know i i refresh myself like my my understandings every so often to kind of it's it's easy to kind of fall back into what's like the societal scripts are so i often go back to those readings they talk about all the different taboo topics amongst these things and i absolutely love it um my best friend has it too, so I think you all should go, you know, whatever, download it, buy it, and see for yourself how these ideas are so deeply embedded in our society and culture. With that, I want to leave you guys with a great week. If you have any questions or anything you want to talk about, you can send me a message or you can comment on one of my latest Instagram posts. And I will see you guys next Monday. Have a great week, guys. Bye.